When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Hey, everybody. This is Dylan. So if you spend some time browsing around on Atlas Obscura, looking through the thousands of places we have all over the world, you will find some distinct themes. And today, we're going to dive into one of those areas of expertise, uh, a slightly more macabre area and a favorite of mine. Because today on the show, it's Mummy's Day. Our mummies go well beyond just the classic ancient Egyptian model. Who better to share some of our favorite mummy stories than Jonathan Carey and Michelle Cassidy, our Places editors? They manage the Atlas Obscura database, including over 100 mummy entries, and they're going to tell you their favorite mummy stories. So first up is Michelle to tell you about an ancient mummy with a mysterious origin. Picture this. It's the 1830s. It's northern Denmark. There are a couple of guys out working in the peat bog outside a large estate. It's a wide, flat expanse. There are a couple little pools of water. There are a few scraggly trees breaking through this big, wide carpet of spongy moss. These workers are hacking through the moss to get at the peat that sits below it. It's a thick layer of basically just dead and decaying plant material but it's actually really valuable. Remember, this was almost 200 years ago. Other sources of energy were often hard to come by, but the peat could be dried and burned and used to heat homes throughout the winter. On this particular day, the workers are just starting to clear the area. One of the guys moves aside a tree branch when he spots something unusual. It looks like the body of a woman. It hasn't started decomposing yet, so they wonder at first, is this, you know, a recent murder? Have they uncovered a crime scene? But then these workers notice the leather cape and the wool garments that are folded and sitting on this woman's chest doesn't look like anything that anybody is wearing in the 1830s in northern Denmark. And that's because this woman had died and been in this bog for more than 2,000 years. Today, she's known as the Harald Scar Woman. She's one of the earliest recorded examples of what's known as a bog body. 
So peat bogs are weirdly a perfect environment for preserving a body. The water is super acidic and there's very little oxygen, so the normal process of decomposition just can't really happen. There are chemicals called tannins in the bogs that not only preserve the soft tissues of a body, but give the skin this distinctive dark brown color that sort of looks like a well-aged leather. Most of the time when you find a body that is thousands of years old, you're just finding a skeleton. Everything else has disappeared. But when it comes to bog bodies, the skin, the hair, the nails, even the internal organs can be really well-preserved. So bog bodies like the Harold Scare Woman are really fascinating to forensic biologists. When they examined her body specifically, they found that every single one of her internal organs was still intact. They were actually able to piece together a remarkable amount of information about her life. You know, when she lived and where she lived, even what she ate. When they looked in her stomach, they found the remains of what might have been her last meal, which was unhusked millet and a couple of blackberries. When the Haraldskar woman was first found, a Danish historian confidently identified the body as that of Queen Gunhild of Norway, who had lived around the year 900 AD. Now, according to folklore, this powerful, beautiful, and cruel queen had met her end at the hands of the Viking king of Denmark, a guy called Harald Bluetooth, who had her drowned and laid deep in a bog. The bog where this woman was discovered is actually known as the Gunnelsmos, or Gunhild's Bog. So people in Denmark totally bought this story. Denmark's king at the time even had an elaborately carved sarcophagus created just to house what they thought were the remains of this legendary queen. And she was laid to rest in a big church on display for everyone to see. It was a good story, but... Unfortunately, when some forensic scientists carbon dated the body in the 1970s, they found that the Haraldskar woman actually predated Queen Gunhild's by a good 1,500 years. They placed the time of her death closer to 490 BC. Some of the other details that they gathered about the Haraldskar woman suggested that, like other bog bodies found in the region, she was probably the victim of a human sacrifice. Now, the people performing ritual sacrifices in Iron Age Denmark didn't keep meticulous notes. Not that we know of, at least. Archaeologists believe that many of these bodies found in Danish bogs could have been sacrifices to the god, maybe Odin or Nerthus, the old Germanic version of Mother Earth. Royalty or not, today the Harold Scare woman has earned a place of honor in the historical record. Today, her body sits in a glass case at the Cultural Museum in Vila, Denmark. If you walk into the room where she's held, there are pictures on the walls of the bog where those workers found her back in 1835. They're illuminated, and there's nothing else in this room. You're brought back to the same place where the Harold Scare woman spent thousands of years just waiting to be discovered.
Let's take a quick stroll down to Italy. Just off the tip of the boot is the island of Sicily. In the coastal city of Palermo, there's a street called Piazza Capucini, where you'll find a pretty small building. This is the church of Santa Maria della Pace, or St. Mary of the Peace in English. And it was once part of the Capuchin Monastery. I mean, it's actually pretty mundane. It's got these square columns, almost looks similar to a courthouse in a small town. But when you walk inside, it's the opposite of mundane. Down narrow, dim corridors along the walls and filling entire rooms are over a thousand mummies, all well-dressed and frozen in time. I mean, some of these mummies are nothing more than mere skeletons, but others are really, really well-preserved. Most visitors will stop and stare at the remains of a young girl named Rosalia Lombardo, known as the most beautiful mummy in the world. Rosalia died of the Spanish flu just a week before her second birthday, back in 1920. But here she is now, a hundred years later, a yellow bow in her hair, with this peaceful look on her face, like she just laid down for a little nap. Rosalia Lombardo was actually one of the last bodies allowed into the catacombs. The first body is a Capuchin friar who died three centuries before Rosalia, all the way back in 1599. The Capuchin friars were a well-known order in the region. They were followers of St. Francis of Assisi. So they wore these plain brown robes just a, with just a simple corded rope as a belt. At the Church of Santa Maria, whenever a friar died, they were placed in a massive tomb beneath a large altar at the front of the church. It acted very much like a crypt, just a tad bit smaller. As the order grew, so did the need for more burial space. So the friars constructed a massive crypt inside a natural cave that was located right behind the church's altar. When they exhumed the bodies from the previous tomb, they discovered something that was quite unexpected. 45 of the deceased friars had somehow naturally mummified. Their faces were so well-preserved that they were still recognizable by the living friars. The friars saw this as a religious miracle, so they wanted to share that miracle, and they decided to display the corpses, fully dressed and covered in relics. The original 45 were naturally mummified, and that was really due to the dry air of the underground burial area. But the friars decided to continue to experiment with the mummification process. And they eventually got really good at it. I'll give you all a quick rundown of that process. And I promise, your lunch is safe. So, here we go. Not long after death, the bodies were placed in a prep room, where the organs were removed and replaced with straw or dried leaves. The body was then locked away in another room, left to dehydrate. Again, the dry nature of the catacombs really aided in this whole entire mummification process. After about a year or so, the bodies were washed with vinegar, dressed, and then placed along the walls, their final resting place. At first, this process was only reserved for the friars, but eventually, residents of Palermo wanted to be mummified too. But space in the catacombs was limited, so of course, it helped if, you know, you had a little money to make a nice donation to the friars. The friars eventually stopped accepting bodies in the 1880s. 
except for two, including Rosalia Lombardo in 1920. Today, there are over 1,200 mummies located inside. Some lie in the walls, while some lie in open caskets or are positioned upright in chairs. Rooms were created solely for friars, doctors, women, and sadly, there's a room just for children, including Rosalia. And I've got to say that even though you're surrounded by the dead, there's something really mesmerizing about these displays. To learn more, check out this place entry on Atlas Obscure. We'll drop a link in the show notes. Thank you to Jonathan and Michelle for the wonderful mummy stories. Those are just two examples of the many mummies found in Atlas Obscura. There'll be links to both of those entries in the show notes. And if you want to see more mummies, go to atlasobscura.com slash categories slash mummies. And happy Mummies Day, everybody. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. This episode was sound designed by Chris Naka and mixed by Luce Fleming. Our technical director is Casey Holford. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder. In the world, I'll see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.